So we're going squatching. We're going squatching, bitches. Welcome back. We're here. We're live from the planet Hoth, and you made it. Thank you for joining us. I am Josh. I continue to be Lennon. And this is Don't Touch My Sasquatch podcast, so I don't yell that. Video edition podcast. Audio only. Both. (laughs) (laughs) Here, we explore controversial topics with energy and a good laugh. We're two guys that have a love and passion for these topics. Things that you have heard of but may not mo. May not know the full story. <laughs> or mow them. <laughs> we're not going to mow them. <laughs> uh, we're here to tell you those stories, share our opinions, and let you come to your own conclusions. We will do the research. I mean, you can if you want to, but you don't have to. On today's episode, we once again have each selected an episode of the popular history channel series, Ancient Aliens. We dive into the minds, the theories, and the questions that the ancient astronaut theorists have. Questions like, are the abductions from the ancient past and present all part of a secret alien agenda? Could it be? Or... Oh, I used the one. Ah, it's all right. Or, was Nikola Tesla receiving knowledge from outer space, stop hitting the table, to further humanity's technology? Well, sit back, relax, and put your tinfoil hats on as we dive into the popular History Channel TV series, Ancient Aliens, Volume 3. Volume three. I'm like just watching the goddamn <laughs> so, words go all over the place. I'm closer into the table than usual, <laughs> and I fucking have my so, arm on the armrest, and I move my hand. I have to take my hand out like this. <laughs> so the people are just going to see earthquake. So yeah, Planet Hoth, because you know we only hit 66 inches as of right now of snow. Um, yeah. That's nothing. That's a light dusting. That's just a light dusting. Come on, I mean, fucking take a snow cat through that. Hi, everyone. <laughs> you can see all the tall people. Yeah. But unfortunately, that meant that, you know, we didn't get to meet the guys from Ancient Aliens because they canceled the show from Buffalo. That we were going to. I don't know if we've mentioned that. Uh, I think we, um, I'm pretty sure we mentioned We have at least mentioned it on, on Patreon multiple times. I think we've mentioned it. Sure. In- Every episode someone's first, we were supposed to go to Ancient Aliens to see them live. But due to... Hashtag storm of the century, apparently. Jesus. Right? They canceled, which I get it. outside my house, I've got like half an inch. Right. (laughs) But then at work. Outside my house, none. Well, at work, we had a drive-thru, a fucking, I don't know, we got hit by a wall. Gotcha. It was not fun. Um, Well, that's unfortunate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of the guys that we wanted to see were there. Yeah. And Giorgio and... Travis. Travis, yeah, Travis Barker, uh, all of them. <laughs> no, I know, Travis. I know you were making a joke. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not acknowledging it. <laughs> <laughs> Acknowledge me. Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? I don't know. I don't know either. Ancient aliens. Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is one of the. Um, in in the intro, we say we'll do the research. So you don't have to, but this mm-hmm. is one of those volumes of episodes that you True. should do the research because this is a fun. I mean, you're just watching an awesome TV show at that point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's really no research here. It's kind of just giving you a synopsis on the episode, our thoughts, our thoughts, a couple Us of jokes, much live little giggles. <laughs> <laughs> Tickled. Turned into Tigger again. 
I get to start things off, by the way. Yeah. I did season five, episode nine, titled Strange Abductions. Ooh. Not really spooky. Well, there actually is one thing in there that I'm like, oh, uh, maybe I've experienced an abduction, not sleep paralysis. (laughs) (laughs) Spooky. (laughs) Anyways, here's the synopsis of the, uh, you know what they do. They do the fucking synopsis. They talk about it. Yep. Demons that take control of humans with their... While they sleep, not with their sleep. Interplanetary journeys in space and time and enter civilizations that completely disappear from Earth. Are these all accounts of people being abducted by aliens? Could it be? It could be. Well, we're going to hit this off with Arizona. Mm. The Apache Sick Greaves National Forest, November 5th, 1975. We've talked about this back in episode 15. It is the Travis Walton abduction. So we're going to touch on it. It was a very popular episode, but just going to touch on it. A silvery disc was seen in a forest where six forestry workers around 6.30 p.m. hovering over the forest mountain. I said that really weird. It's okay. But that's all right. I accept it. Insert cut of Travis Walton telling a story about his abduction while looking into the sky above the camera. I was, he literally was looking, if you're on video format, you can see, Above, and he was just talking to the sky. Um, so he's telling this story. If you really want to hear the story, the whole story, and nothing but the story, go to episode 15. To hear the story. Travis Walton. But, as I said, we're just going to touch on it. So he saw, they, the group of six. Loggers. Uh, loggers, yeah. Saw a UFO, or a light in the beginning, but it was ended up being UFO. Travis got... Zapped by the UFO by getting too close, <laughs> abducted, met three aliens, Spud, Judd, and Fudd. Fud. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get that. Listen to 15. The glass um, <laughs> <laughs> He broke it. Fudd was not happy. <laughs> but that was old Jenny. <laughs> Anyways. Got healed up, dropped back off, and... Met the Fantastic Four. Exactly. He did. That's right. I forgot (laughs) forgot all about that. (laughs) So hilarity ensued. Anyways, we're not going to go into that. That's his story. He just retold it in this part. I was looking straight at the camera. (laughs) Roll told it. That's history and his story. Absolutely. Ancient astronaut theorists say that Travis Walton case is one of the most credible abduction stories on record. Yes. Some guy named Philip Copens. Oh. um, I think I've seen him before in episodes, but he's not. Probably. That often. Anyways, Philip Copen says, stories of alien encounters, abductions to different rea- reels. That's right. He said reels. I thought like realities. You know, abductions to different reels is the old, yeah, sorry, is as old as mankind itself. Something truly en- enigmatic has been happening with us and our ancestors. When you look at the modern accounts of abductions, you find that they're one and the same. And you, uh, you're flipping from graphics of chariots flying in the sky, newspaper articles from the past, as he's talking, because I had to put that in. This was when I was actually taking hard notes, and then it got like four pages, and I'm like, I'm halfway through the episode. I better cut this down <laughs> I a little. hit the four pages mark, and I was at 23 <laughs> minutes. I was like, oh, God. Yep, that's about the same spot. It's when I texted you, like... I think I'm taking too many notes. Yeah, it's like I've been on this uh, tw- first 20 minutes for an hour and 15 <laughs> minutes now. <laughs> uh, that, we do this for you guys. Now we jump to Washington. By the way, this one travels 
the most out of any of the episodes we've talked about. It's yeah. like seven, eight, nine times we've traveled. Fucking sweet. Washington, D.C., December 1969. Nice. Government terminates Project Blue Book. About 12,000 reports were investigated over a span of 20 years. The government publicly concluded that most cases were a misunderstanding of natural phenomena. Inside the organization, astronomer J. Allen Hynek was creating a system of classifying... Thank you. Word. Not working. Classification. To classify, to classify the data of what he believed provided scientific evidence of alien encounters. We've talked about that. We have talked about that, and that was on episode... Insert episode number. <laughs> I'm like, I don't actually know. Uh, it was one of the, shit, I think it was Roswell. No? No. I, no, no, it was episode two. Was it that far ago? No. Yeah. Hynek's classification system. I definitely did it. I'm pretty sure recently. that... Recently. No, that was episode two. No. Episode two, the UFO versus UAP. Jesus. Right? Because no. I touched briefly on um, a couple Fuck. things. Yeah, that was episode two, dude. We're on so, 29. Hey, go check out episode two now. We're just going to send you to all our episodes. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> so episode two is where we talked about that. But anyways, Heineck was, yeah, was in charge of some of the investigations and realized early on he needed a database and a way to classify these types of reports. Close encounters of classifications of one through three, but then they grew to more, as we talked about in episode two. Anyways, first kind, or CE1, close Mm. encounter one, seeing a UFO within 500 feet. Second kind, CE2, UFO leaving or leaves behind a physical trace of its presence. Third kind, CE3, seeing occupants within the UFO. I like this because this guy never had a name. Mr. No Name says, Heineck invented these three terms that basically detailed the distance from UFO and the nature of their experience. There's two other terms. There are two oh, other ones. I'm getting there right here. Yep. Oh, sorry. It's okay. No. <laughs> you shut your mouth. This is some shit we love. So. so just shut the fuck up then. <laughs> I need to get like a little graphic every time you say that because you say it's like, I guess I'll just shut the fuck up then. <laughs> just like a for the YouTube video. Anyways, now there's a close encounters of the fourth kind or CE4 mm. means that the occupant of the craft take the person on board. Oh, come with us. We have Doritos. <laughs> Ooh, cool ranch Doritos. <laughs> the greatest there is. And then there's the CE5 or the fifth kind. Dating. Dating an alien and having its baby. <laughs> no. It is the kind where people have some type of telepathic communication with the aliens on the UFO. I just went with it. Fuck you, too. I saw that. <laughs> Good bird placement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I don't have the glasses today. Okay. Well, since Travis Walton's CE4... Reports of alien contacts have been on the rise. Most alarming are those of abductions involving sexual interactions and even the creation of human hybrids. Yeah, yeah, I'm a human hybrid. Remember, my mother's an alien. My mother. My mother. (laughs) It's me mother. (laughs) (laughs) It's me mother. Uh, Many of these abductions are, are alarming with people not fully in control of their body 
and have multiple painful things done to them that they cannot control. They are often changed by these experiences in ways that are harmful to them. You can't shit right anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they, they put old Fudd's dildo right up there. It's terrible. Linda Moulton Howe. You, well, I missed that. <laughs> was you shoveling shit? What was that? No, remember you're... That's how you control them. <laughs> that was in the Sasquatch one. Yes, it was. But that was for Patreon only. That's right. Because that, there was a video of it. I'm like, I remember a video, but we didn't start a video until a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Anyways, Lyndon Moulton Howe. Lyndon Moulton Howe. I think that's still wrong. Lyndon Moulton Howe. Linda. Linda Moulton Howe. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. Lyndon B. Johnson Moulton Howe. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Moulton Howe is often asked if she knows why they are, what they want, why have they been tra- terraforming the planet, apparently manipulating genes and interacting with humans. And she says, why the fuck you always expect me to know? <laughs> Quit asking me shit. <laughs> she says that, like, all they keep asking me these questions. That's it. Yeah. Like, she doesn't say anything after that. Researchers claim alien abductions have been occurring for a millennia. Could such abduction, could such extraordinary events have been documented in the ancient world? According to ancient alien theorists, Yep, I did it. According to ancient astronaut theorists, evidence can be found in the missing pages of the Judeo-Christian Bible. We're traveling. The Holly Bibli. <laughs> the Holly Bibli. I like it. I, I'm having trouble with his name. I'm sorry. Kerbit. <laughs> Conram. Quamram. Quamram. Kerbit. Okay, we're going to Palestine. Okay, I am so sorry. <laughs> can you give me, uh, what's his name? It's not a him, it's a place. K, <sighs> K-H-I-R-B-E-T. K-H-I-R-B-E-T. Kerbit. And then the second word is Q-U-M-R-A-N. Kumram. Oh, Quinram. Kumram. Yeah. I, Palestine. There's also Kerbit Quayafa. Okay, we're not talking about that place. We're going Quinram. to Qumran. Qu- Palestine. Qumran. Whatever, I don't care. We're going there. 1956. Nope, 1946. <laughs> the Dead Sea Scrolls are discovered in clay jars hidden inside a cave. <laughs> Among them is a supposed lost biblical text called the Book of Enoch. They love oh, the Book oh, of Enoch. Yes, yes, yes. A Hebrew prophet named Enoch described an extraordinary encounter with otherworldly beings. Enoch tells of the guardians of the sky who came down from the sky to earth. He is the only one in the text that speaks in the first person. I just bet. He talks about Drax, Gamora, Star-Lord, <laughs> yeah. Trash Panda. Do not Mantis. call me a Trash Panda. Enoch was taken away from the earth by the Lord in a fiery chariot. Called the Milano. We get our first Georgioism. I'm going to get like a little blinking sign, Georgioism. I'm doing it, too. (laughs) Yeah, I am. I'm going to make it. First, Georgioism. Now, every time I do this, this is basically just what he's saying. Yes. They were not angels. God, but flesh and blood extraterrestrials that took him up there in some type of vehicle in order to write down the knowledge of the universe. Our ancestors thought that everything they were witnessing was just magic, when in reality... It was nothing but misunderstood technology. Yeah. 
you know, he's he's an insightful dude. I would have loved to pick his hair, his brain. Ew. <laughs> God, uh, there's so much gel. <laughs> fuck. No, I see how you get it. Like, gives you it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I fucking cut my finger open <laughs> on my own nail. Dedicated. Dedication right there, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck. Could the book of Enoch actually be described, describing an actual alien abduction? One that took place thousands of years ago. If so, might the Bible contain other examples of extraterrestrial encounters with humans? I did. It may be. And could these incredible and close encounters betray another, maybe less benign agenda? One that involves controlling our behavior and physic. Sorry. And psychic abductions <laughs> <laughs> to other dimensions. Yep. I did it again with the psychic crap. Oh, shit. We're traveling. We're going to go to Mount Sinai, uh, Egypt. Sorry. In the Judeo-Christian Bible, Exodus. Holly Mo- Huh? Exodus. I think you said Holly Berry. I said Holly Bibley. Oh, I got excited. Holly Berry. <laughs> Moses received the Ten Commandments after spending 40 days and 40 nights on Mount Sinai. When he returned to his people, his appearance was changed. Well, no shit. He had 40 days and 40 nights. Like, he's probably thin and disgusting. No, his Long face years. was glowing. He had a, to cover himself because people incredible were afraid skin. of him. He had what? an incredible skin routine. <laughs> he was glowing. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, Moses, keep it up. <laughs> you're just radiating. Thank you. Uh, I call it rubbing mud on my face <laughs> now for some reason your skin is boiling up uh the skin's falling out i think you get radiation poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> what's that i just don't know okay all right you would think that an encounter with god would be nice but not that it would have physical effects his appearance suggests he had some kind of physical encounter with a deity was god coming down from the sky just was god coming down from the sky just a UFO deck ending. <laughs> deck ending? I must have hit the space bar. <laughs> Descending. <laughs> and it autocorrected to deck ending. <laughs> uh, UFO just descending. Was Moses taken onto a UFO and held there for 40 days? Fucking dicks. Could deck enders. Dick enders. Could these biblical accounts suggest an extraterrestrial agenda? Where aliens communicated messages of peace and harmony with humans. Nobody said there was peace and harmony. It's created so many wars. Yeah. We're not getting into that. Move on. The we're traveling again. Oh, here the, we go. The Kabur the Kabur River. Northeast Syria. Do you mean the Khyber? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> the Hebrew Bible states that it was here. In the 6th century B.C., that divine beings came down from the heavens. They made contact with a 30-year-old priest named Ezekiel. And from here on out, I'm calling him Zeke. Zeke was... by <laughs> Zeke boy. <laughs> He's my buddy. He's my homie. Noogie. Zeke was by the river when a great whirlwind came towards him. Out of the fire came the, came the color of amber. That's right, sorry. Which in... <laughs> Brought to you by 311. <laughs> 311. What? Amber's the color of your energy. The song by 311. I'd never heard of 311. So, <laughs> out of the fire came the color of amber. Amber is a Hebrew term for polished metal, spinning and landing in front of him. Then, out of the whirlwind, 
comes for beings. Sounds like a vortex, right? Sure. Zeke says he was taken up in the sky and shown places. Hi, friends. My name is Zeke. And shown different places. <laughs> then he was told some of the future events. You want to see my goat? <laughs> my name is Zeke. Here's my goat. Sorry. Jeez, we're so mean. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what was the object that landed in front of Ezekiel and took him into the sky? Who were the strange beings that shared a vision of the future? They apparently had different faces on them of different animals. Were they spacesuits? That would be cool. Imagine just like a spacesuit. Yeah. But if you're like, like, you know, there's call signs, but you could have like a call Roger sign. Roger Delta. But it's like your astronaut suit. You can like have it giraffe. De- decked out for your shit. Hey, elephant. Because you love elephants. I do love elephants. I know you do. I remember. We talk about an injustice to an elephant in my episode later on. Again? This it is... wasn't in my episode, but I know all of this story. We talk about an injustice, and I hate it for what he did to that elephant. So continue. So the first three YouTube video formats, we discuss elephants and your love of them. They're the fucking best. I love it. They're I the love greatest animals. <laughs> well, Zeke described the UFO as a wheel oh, yeah, that's within a wheel, like a classic flying saucer description. Interesting. Could Zeke's encounter have been something else, like visitors from another planet? If so, what does this suggest of other biblical accounts of similar strange encounters? What does it suggest? Well, we're going to go to the book of Jonah. Greatest goat I've ever seen. Hmm? I don't know. Go ahead. Did you say Jonah? Jonah. Book of Jonah. Ah, talk about whales. <laughs> they got cocks. <laughs> yes. There was a character. Yes. That was, <laughs> they got cocks, all right. Giant seven foot cocks. Thank you. <sighs> and they just wave eight to, them. Eight to ten foot. They just wave them out of the water. <laughs> We're so happy. <laughs> it's like a musical. Wait your turn. <laughs> <laughs> they all swing together left, right. Oh, yeah. Okay, let me go back to this. Yeah, go ahead. Jonah. There was a character that was called to do a mission, but he didn't want to do it. God intervened and brought a storm while he was on a boat. See, so there's a character. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, in the story, they didn't tell what the character's name was, God, and if they Jimmy did, Cricket. I did not fucking read it or, or write it. So, anyways, God <laughs> did intervened. Not write it. I'm gonna fuck. He didn't want to do the goddamn mission, and God intervened. He brought a storm. The sailors on the ship that he was on grew afraid and threw him overboard. He was swallowed by a great fish and was in the belly for three days and three nights before being coughed up onto land. Our second Georgioism number three. The great fish, in his, in his opinion, was some sort of a submarine or a great craft. In the text, it says the skin and ribs were made of a shiny bronze. He describes some type of mechanical apparatus. It's just the tonsil, you know. They don't have tonsils. Do the Old Testament stories offer proof of extraterrestrial contact with technological advanced but harmless entities? Just swallow shit. If so, what are we to make of accounts of humans who are abducted and taken into uh, into other dimensions? Ancient astronaut theorists believe the answer could be found by taking a closer look at the tale of Muhammad and his encounter. Mecca, Saudi Arabia, 600 B.C. 
try to do it as best I could. I like it's very accurate because I was doing the same thing in my yeah. head too. Muhammad was sent by God to unite the Arabian, shut up, Peninsula tribes under the single religion of Islam. Before forming Islam, Muhammad is said to have retreated to a cave where he was given revelations from God. He was visited by an angel named Gabriel, and he and Muhammad formed an intense relationship oh, with God. each other. I know. I, I don't know what that say, meant. I was about to say this all kind of sounds like uh, Aladdin until that point. Yeah, well, it's intense, though. Uh, the genie and him. Uh, apparently boink, boink. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God, you could change into anything, though. So. You really could. No, maybe it was a pretty lady. Maybe it was a giant dildo. It doesn't really matter. Whatever he preferred. Genie, I would like you to look like Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> oh, my God. So fine. Go ahead. I was just imagining Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen. <laughs> Suck her thuck I can't fucking talk anymore. <laughs> my tongue went numb from all the licking I just did. <laughs> During one retreat, Gabriel is said to have... Given Muhammad a complete text of the Quran over 23 years. Uh, Crayola ones? Hmm? You said Quran. Uh, Crayola? Quran. Quran. Do you know what the Quran is? Yeah, isn't it the Quran? I say Quran. Whatever. You say Quran, I say Quran. Potato, potato. <laughs> French fries, tater tots. Ooh, garbage plates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. This shows. You that there are mess okay. This shows you that there are, are these messengers of God or entities that come up to us and say, You are chosen, and if you listen to us, we will teach you the information about the divine. I tried my best, I don't sound godly. Gabriel flew Muhammad around the earth and then backed into this cave. This is when I started just taking like some quick fucking notes. If <laughs> you couldn't tell, <laughs> I was like, "Yep, it's time to get this ball rolling." Is it possible that Muhammad? <laughs> <laughs> is it possible that Muhammad was taken and seated with information over time with a series of abductions? Researchers point to one interaction between them, where Muhammad flees the city of Mecca in the direction of Jerusalem. <gasps> He said the word. <clears throat> Gabriel brought Muhammad a flying horse where they flew to Jerusalem in a single night and meditated for some time. So they just fucking both barebacked a fucking flying horse. <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad. a flying horse. Gabriel in the front. Muhammad had his arms around his waist just holding him. Boom. Just on his back, just. <laughs> Can you feel the love? It's an intense relationship. Intense. <coughs> then they went to heaven, where he was able. To, they went to heaven, all right. Oh, Mohammed. Anyways, you naughty, naughty Mohammed. Stop it. Then they went to heaven, where he was able to visit with Abraham, Moses. Jesus, and then Allah himself. <laughs> they just had the fucking wildest party. It was crazy. Everyone was there. They had Jesus, <laughs> Abraham, Moses, Moses, Allah, a midget as a vacuum, <laughs> sucking up Cheerios. It was great. What the fuck was that from? That's Stefan. <laughs> oh, God. The one-night trip is an impossibility. Maybe it was an abduction by Gabriel where he was taken to a different dimension. Called Hob. So they're saying Gabriel was a fucking alien and the heaven was a different dimension. 
Long story short. Yeah, 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 it's a wild one. I'm, you sound real interested. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, fucking interesting. I love it. No, I was up playing Call of Duty all night. Go that's your fault. I know. Could there be uh, more to this than a misinterpreted account? Here for it. Ancient, ancient astronaut theorist abducting is not the word that I read. Uh, they ancient uh-huh. astronauts theorists uh-huh. abducted. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I, I looked up a line. Sorry. <laughs> They've been arrested for abducting. <laughs> yeah. It's over. Glad we didn't make the show, actually. <laughs> ancient astronaut theorist claims there is evidence of an area of the Atlantic Ocean known as... The Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle. Floor- nice crack. Fort Lauderdale, Florida. December 5th, you did 19, <laughs> I did, 1945, five Navy bombers still having issues, started having issues, <laughs> they're still having issues, <laughs> still there, <laughs> if you remember from episode five, we talked about them having issues, they're still having them, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't talk about them, um, they started having issues with their compasses on, an, an, not on, but an hour into their flight, holy Jesus, I'm going to deliver that line again, did you Sorry. tell the year? Yeah, I did. I said December 5th, 1945. Okay, Remember? Good. I just wanted to make sure everyone knew it was. God, December 5th, 1945. It was December 5th, 1945. Five right. Navy bombers started, no. blah, 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 blah. Okay. <laughs> everyone was totally confused where they were and were lost in an area where they shouldn't have even been in. They all just vanished. Could they have been abducted? Three hours later, a rescue aircraft with a crew of 11 disappeared without a trace. In the same area. Did they? They did. They never found a single piece of the aircrafts again. And to this day, have no clue what happened to them. Yep. Not true. a fucking life raft. True not true on an airplane. Story. I meant to say uh, life preserver. It came out life raft. Well, no, you could have a raft. On a, on a Navy bomber? They don't have life rafts. They might have. I don't know. I mean, some some planes do have I mean, a raft built in. The rescue one probably did. Yeah. Whatever. You were right. That's all I was saying. Give yourself credit. I got a hair. They never found... I already read that. I'm pulling a Lennon right there. That's my line. (laughs) According to ancient astronaut theorists, the Bermuda Triangle, which spans a 500,000 square mile area, Mm -hmm. almost at foot, mile area, plays host to many physical and non-physical phenomena. Is the Bermuda Triangle... Some sort of portal that aliens are using to come and go from Earth and to wherever they're going, mm-hmm. where suddenly you and your boat or plane are sucked into another dimension. Zoom into Childress's face, and you're not coming back. I, I can see him doing it. I know. Yeah. Idea. Yep. You know what I'm talking about. And you're not coming back. Anyways, most of what goes missing in the triangle is never heard from or seen again, mm-hmm. which is honestly crazy. So let's get a little crazier. Ancient astronaut theorists say the legend of the lost city of Atlantis may be connected to the possible abductions in the Bermuda Triangle. How, you might say. How are we bringing this connection together? Well, How? The story of Atlantis dates back to an early, to as early as Plato. Not the children's stuff. Damn it. The philosopher. I thought we were getting Plato out now. <laughs> Fucking excited. You know that shit's salty as fuck. I've never eaten Play-Doh. When I was a weirdo. Kid. When I was a kid, you, you, you get the McDonald's station, you make it into a burger, and then you fake it, eat it. Oh, and I was like three. I tried it. It was salty as fuck. I well, didn't take a whole big bite of it, but you make the French fries. Go ahead. 
All right. Mm, now I'm hungry for some Play-Doh French fries. Guess who edits and guess who can cut out that shit. And guess who has to edit the video and cut out that shit. This guy and that guy. So the story of Atlantis dates back to as early as Play-Doh. It is known for being a technological marvel. Mm-hmm. At some point, there was some sort of unknown eruption and the city just disappeared. Shit, didn't we talk about Play-Doh and his Atlantis stuff already too? I, I don't remember that. We definitely did one of the episodes. I researched that. I can't remember now. Fans of this episode, of this I podcast. Don't, I don't think we have. Yes. I don't. You know, whatever. There is evidence of Atlantis. There is no evidence of Atlantis. <laughs> My bad. Make up your mind. <laughs> I'm so confused. There is no evidence of Atlantis. Is it possible it sank to the bottom of the ocean in the Bermuda area? And that's why pilots experience all sorts of technological interference when they fly over. Well, let's ask Aquaman. Nope, he said no. Might the ruins of Atlantis lay in the waters below the island of Bermuda and Bahimi? Bimini. I can't say this word. Bimini. Yeah, we definitely did this because I struggled with the same word too. Whatever, Bimini. <laughs> Could the help... Could this help? Not could the help. There's no help there. (laughs) Could this help explain the disappearance and possible abductions associated with the triangle? Was Atlantis a victim of a mass abduction? Could the Earth have hidden vortexes? If so, could this help explain the fate of other so-called lost civilizations? (laughs) That have mysteriously disappeared out of nowhere. Yeah. We're going to go to the Mesa Verde, Colorado. Beautiful. Thank you. I tried. No, uh, I mean the land. Fuck you. <laughs> 1988 is not the fucking year, guys. Nope. 1888. Gotcha Get the again. year right. 1888. Massive Native American cliff ruins believed to be built in the 12th century by ancient Pueblo people called the Anosazi. Fuck yeah, I got it. Nice. I just want to interject and say that yeah. when you were saying massive... <clears throat> That sense, I thought you were going to say it. Massive Native American. <laughs> yep, he's a big dude. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Call him Big Tree. <laughs> big Tree. Call him Titanosaur. Tiny Sore. Tiny Sorry. Uh, we get our third Georgioism now. Yes. Georgioism number three. They had these, the most sophisticated cities built, not only on the ground, not on top of the canyons, but actually in built into the rock walls. Oh. So his question is, who were they hiding from? And his answer is some type of aerial enemy. Could it be? <laughs> I'm getting better with it. Thank you. I'll be here all week. No, I won't. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> it is said these people, you really are like a cock block when you're here. <laughs> it is said these people had great spiritual power and the ability to control natural forces. 1,350. These people suddenly... (laughs) It's not a number, it's a year. (laughs) That's confusing. Anyways, 1350. 1350. These people suddenly and mysteriously disappeared with no graves. Because graves are the only account of them. We don't know where they went. But do know they were threatened by something from the sky and made the decision to build their homes in the cliffs. That's the only logical reason you would build homes in the cliffs. You got a threat from the sky. Now, my question is, if there's a threat from the sky, why the fuck would you make it easier for these people to get you? 
You just built your shit in the cliffs. I level to these motherfuckers. Like, ha! Now you can't get us. Wait, Actually, in the, wait, by in the cliffs meaning. Think of a cliff. Yep. And inside the cliff, like on Along the face the of the wall it, part of yes, it. Yes. So is, not at ground level. No. But also not at not cliff at pla- height. Just like I said, not on the ground, not on the plateau, but in the cliff. Incredible. So it literally is like eye line to the flying uh, threat, they say. Incredible. Incredible. If the Anasazi were under siege from the ET treatment. <laughs> Autocracked. <laughs> it was supposed to be threat. Yep. That's not a treat. <laughs> They're trying to give us treats. Wrong! Not a treat or a treatment. <laughs> If the Anosazi were under siege from an extraterrestrial threat, what escalated the conflict into mass abductions? Again, why are we assuming mass abductions? Those seem the worst. No. Ancient... You just strike fear than hope. That's a quote from Lenin <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Ancient astronaut theorists believe the rich mines hidden in the ground in American Southwest could hold a clue. Ready for the clue? Mm-hmm. There's a battle for our resources. Y'all. I delivered that terribly. God damn it. Y'all. <laughs> Y'all don't know. Sorry. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Southwest. How's it going? There's a battle for our resources, y'all. <laughs> and in these wars, there has been mass abductions of, us, of the civilization. Is it possible these civilizations Is it possible these civilizations disappeared because of a mass abductions by extraterrestrials throughout history? I don't know, maybe. We're just answering we're asking questions we do not answer them. Is it that the end one? Not yet. Oh. I'll tell shit. you. If so, were the physically well no, were they physically called home to their place of origin in the stars? Were they physically <laughs> ill? <laughs> I'm gonna just read. I'm gonna do that again. <laughs> if so, did they physically call the home to their place of origin in the stars? Did they call the stars home for fuck's sakes? All right, we're gonna just do that. Could it be? You said your second. Could it be? I I make the rules. You know. <laughs> no, you don't. We make the maybe rules. further evidence can be found in the so-called psychic abductions. We're getting there. Selma Plateau, Oman. I don't know where this is, but that's where it is. Oman. A hundred kilometers from the capital of Muscat. What? Is this Oman? Were you not paying attention? <laughs> Muscat. <clears throat> One of the largest caves in the world was found on June of 1983, known as Maj- Maj- Majlis al Jin. Translations to the meeting place of the Jin. Translation, big fucking cave. (laughs) (laughs) Big fucking cave with a gin. The gin comes out of the bottle and grants you three wishes, but they might turn out, they might not turn out as you hope. Yeah. In Islam, these were sort of intermediate, intermediate between humans and angels. Mm -hmm. Uh, Could they represent a being from another realm? Mm -hmm. We just don't know. Mm. So let's speculate. (laughs) Described. As being malevolent and benevolent to humans, so both. The oh, other, man. they often reveal themselves with messages which could be either good or evil. Lennon. Yes, that's me. I have a message for you. Oh, shit. Here we go. 
sorry to say, you have crabs. Oh, return to sender. Oh, shit. All right. Lennon, I have another <laughs> message for you. You're free of crabs now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Spirit. Halloween. Uh-huh. Yeah. Word association. Pumpkin. <laughs> Spirit beings with sinister motives can be found in recorded history dating as far back as 2400 BC. Sumerian, the Sumerian Kings List describes a demon named Lilu, a spirit that seduces women in their sleep. Incubuses, no, incubus and female counterparts, succubus, exist in many cultures and folklores. Both Suc- accounts. Incubus. Yeah, that's right. Both accounts, they paralyze their victims before having sex with them. To move on past all that, <laughs> I, I love, be safe. Just look down to you. <laughs> Being unable to breathe, feeling like you're frozen, are similar things that happen in modern abduction phenomena. You done got ghost raped there, Hasua. Yes, sir. These entities come to people in their sleep at night and have sex with them. Mm. I never had yes. sex with one. They just like. Lay on me and try to bite the fuck out of my check. Grind. <laughs> ah, does that feel good? No, and why are you talking like that? Your succubus is German. <laughs> and special. Sometimes they would have, I don't know, sometimes they would capture these nice-looking males or nice-looking females and take them away. Sometimes they had Explains sex with them. Yeah, that's right. Sometimes they had sex with them. <laughs> he got it. And they have... An offspring that is part of the blood of an ET. Where? <laughs> so we're talking about yep. spirits. Take it. Yep. And now it's ET. Yeah, they're ETs. Yep. All right. Cool. They, they had cool. sex cool. and have cool. an offspring. It's an ET blood. Great. Great. Might these legends be describing not demons but aliens? Beings that can seduce and physically abduct humans. Ancient astronaut theorists believe. That's your sexy dance. That's my sexy dance. <laughs> <laughs> Ancient astronaut theorists believe throughout history, humans have documented many otherworldly communications, both voluntary and voluntary. We're getting there. Stories. Two X button. (laughs) That's right. Stories of missing time, contact with non-human humanoids throughout history, is the same whether people are describing being taken by the. I just remember this part. Are the same whether people are describing being taken by the fairies or by UFO aliens. Was that a fucking horn outside? <laughs> <laughs> I said fairies and the goddamn <laughs> That was incredible timing, but <laughs> it's the loudest horn of my life. He's like outside in the parking lot right now. Oh god. Uh, As I was going. So whether it's fairies or UFO aliens, Native American shamans (laughs) can communicate telepathically with the spirit world by going into an altered state of consciousness. Could these beings be star beings that live in another dimension? In many ways, shamans are being being psychically abducted. Is that also coming from extraterrestrials? Could it be? That's your third one. Is it possible? Say it. <laughs> <laughs> is it possible that seductions and telepathic messages are a form of abductions? Should humans be fearful of what could be considered a form of alien mind control 
Should we look for ancient pasts? Let me sorry. Should we look to the ancient past for proof that otherworldly contact is not only benign but essential for our very survival? And welcomed. <clears throat> and welcomed. Thank you. Are abductions more prevalent? <laughs> I don't know. I just said thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and welcome. We're here. Are abductions more prevalent than we know? Some ancient astronaut theorists believe that psychic abductions with otherworldly beings have provided inspiration to many historical figures like Winston Churchill, mm. Joan of Arc, Alexander the Great, hey. Gandhi, <laughs> Gandhi, and one of the greatest scientific minds in the 20th century. Nikola Tesla. Thank you. From, 19, from 1884 until his death in 1943, Tesla was responsible for groundbreaking discoveries. Alternating currents, radio, x-rays, lasers, name a few. In a magazine, we're going to hit on this a little bit because it, you're going to take it away in your That's episode. That's me. That's right. In a magazine article Tesla authored, he described receiving telepathic messages from beings on Mars. This earned him the nickname of... Tesla. The no, mad kidding. scientist. <laughs> Damn it, you're failing. Trying to get to my last Georgioism. He claimed to receive these messages, and they were guiding him, and he was just a conduit for the information. Yes. Does this provide proof of abductions, not only on the physical variety, but also the mental? Mm. Do extraterrestrials have a secret agenda, a plan that involves preparing human for an intergalactic future, or a desire to breed with us? And populate the Earth with new human hybrids. Not today, <laughs> devil. Nutty, nutty, nutty. <laughs> <No>, not today. <laughs> Somewhere down the line, someone changed the genetic code, and we became what we are today. And it is still going on currently. Fourth and final Georgioism. The ancient astronaut theorists never have suggested that extraterrestrials have only visited in the past. I'm spitting everywhere. In fact, they have never left. Evidence suggests that there is clearly some sort of abduction scenario going on today. Thank you, Giorgio. You're welcome. Great job in this episode. Thank you. Call us. You owe us tickets. Scroll through everyone's fucking opinion, like at the end of every episode. And then they hit you with the old 25-question game. I was talking to you, and you're staring at your screen. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Now, anyways, 25-question game. Here we go. Last thing they hit you with is, might the many accounts of alien abductions now and in the past provide evidence of an extraterrestrial agenda, a plan to not only communicate with us, but for us to communicate through them? <gasps> if so, what is the message? And are we being prepared for a bright future? Mm. Will these so-called abductions be a reunion with our remote past? One fact seems clear. Very, very crystal, crystal fucking clear. Oh. It's 100% fact. Yeah. Many believe contact is being made and mankind's ultimate future may be closer than we think. Got him. Smacked him in the ass. (laughs) 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 It's a new boy. It's a new boy. Hey, I'm throwing it to you. All right. My episode, as we said, is on Nikola Tesla. Uh, I did 
I what, what, watched. What, yeah, ah, oh, season and episode. That's what I'm saying right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. I thought I, you were going right into it. I watched season eight, episode two. Oh, the Tesla experiment. Oh man, uh, Tesla, Nikola yes. Tesla. He was a scientist. Tesla is one of my heroes. I know. Um, my, <laughs> as my career is an electrician, bum, uh, bum, this bum. is an electricity episode, and he is a, a fantastic pioneer in history. I am going to do some. I'm going to do some electrical. Like when you're talking. <laughs> Oh, I can do that now, so awesome. I'm going to. I'm going to be Thor for a little bit. Oh. We begin our episode on January 7th in 1943 in New York City. I'm trying to, like, realize that now I'm, like, way over here. That's when he died. Yeah. So we begin our episode on January 7th, 1943 in New York City. On the 33rd floor of the Hotel The New Yorker, Nikola Tesla dies of a heart attack. We start oh. at his end. <laughs> I like it. He has a famed legacy of his genius, his inventions, and his gifts to the science of electricity. He is a personal hero of mine. Different. An hour after his body's discovery, his nephew arrives at his room to find his body as well as his technical papers have been removed from the room. I autocorrected to pacers, so technical pacers threw me off for a minute. Okay. It is speculated that the FBI, which is the Federal Bureau of Investigation, is that what that is? In case you didn't know, I was a fairly bold woman. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Oh, goodness. Uh, Seized all of his technical papers and documents Mm -hmm. and research and hid them away by deeming them top secret. David Wilcock begins in our first interview shot of the episode. I don't know what to call it when they're one on one with the camera, Mm -hmm. so I'm calling it interview shot. Interview shot. You know what they do it. He begins by discussing how Nikola Nikola Tesla was paranoid and believed that someone was trying to kill him. And shortly after his death, the U.S. government agents took all of his work. Nick Redfern now comes in with the official story that nothing of significance was actually found, just a lot of scientific papers and documents. That is what they all said. Clearly. Tesla history time! That's the wrong thing. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen... I'm not doing the whole thing. <laughs> well, it's not really Tesla history because it's not a history episode for London. No. It is Ancient Aliens episode. But now it is Tesla history time. Good. On Let's July 10th of 18- I am Tesla. You are Tesla. We're going to learn some fucking stuff. Let's go. That's horrible. He's a great man. Was July 10th, 1856, at midnight during a violent thunderstorm, Tesla was born in what is now modern day Croatia. The lightning is seen as a bad omen, but. But Tesla's mom, Mama Tesla, says that this sign, this is a sign that he will be a child of light. As his, as a child, his genius was already showing. He invented toys that were powered by insects. I'm sorry, I thought you were going to say toilet. He invented okay, toys. toys that were powered by insects. That's incredible. It's kind of cool. Yeah. He became fascinated by electricity and became determined to learn how to harness its power. After eight years of study at many different universities, he became an electrical engineer for a telephone company in Budapest. When he was 28, he moved to the U.S. and took a job working for Thomas Edison. Uh-oh. The rivalry is sparked. Do you know about the power? Uh, the, the, war, the power? The war of the <laughs> currents? No. Okay. I could do a whole episode on this. This is fucking fascinating. So, quick brief summary. Actually, we, we could because it's a conspiracy. So, theoretically, we could do an episode on Tesla because there's a conspiracy that he was killed and it was being held back. Anyways, go ahead. Basically, um, 
when electricity. Would you shut up? I want to talk. <laughs> this, is, this is my favorite thing. Tell me. Uh, Tedison. Tedison. <laughs> Ted, Ted, Woo! Tesla and Edison had different um, types of power. Yes. Let's put this in a simpler dress. Different types of power. Uh, DC, direct current, um, mm-hmm. was Edison's uh, way of using electricity. That's well, Superman. Got it. Yeah. Yes. While Tesla had AC, which is alternating current. Thor. So now you hear AC-DC. Yes. Not just the band. It's actually types of electricity. Mm-hmm. So direct current, Edison's, uh, was very inefficient. Um, you needed lots of boosters in order to make it work for over long distances. And it could only really power a light bulb. Now Edison, I'm sorry, Tesla's version, AC, is what we actually use to this day. And it's the main... main Basis of normal power systems, right? For everyone, and right? So, uh, and it is uh, alternating, and you could use it long distances and power lots and lots of stuff with it. And he could hold a light bulb and turn it on by himself. We'll get there. <laughs> um. So anyway, obviously we're using Teslas now. Um. So that's a brief, big war between the two of them. We'll get uh, into it a little bit more here in a minute. Tesla's utilization of Niagara Falls as a generator system uh, for AC put him light years ahead of Edison. Uh, Edison besmirched AC current and even held public demonstrations where he executed cats and dogs to show how dangerous AC current, AC electricity was. He sounds like a dick. He's killing innocent cats and dogs just to prove. So, yeah, he was... uh, Calling out, saying how dangerous it was, showing people in public, like, hey, look what this does to your household pet. Look what this does to your household pet. And uh, killing them and showing, you really want this in your house? Look how dangerous it is. But it's right. fucking DCs is the same way. He just right. doesn't show it. You know? Um, Idiot. Enough electricity will kill anything. It's very true. So, uh, Except for your magnificent beard. Fucking you, right, doggy? Um. Nothing could hold that bitch down. Not at all. So but what I was saying was, one time, to prove how dangerous it was, he killed a circus elephant with it, with alternating current. Really? Yeah. Put it on a giant fucking electrified metal plate. There's a video on YouTube of it, too. It's heartbreaking. There's a video? Of the actual execution of Topsy the elephant. First yeah. off, Topsy, not Topsy. Yeah. What about Turvey? Is he still around? No, Turvey <laughs> was next up in line. <laughs> Topsy Turvey. He had a 2 o'clock and a 3 o'clock demonstration. And fucker. Turvey was 3. Fuck Edison. Anyway. Go yeah. Tesla. Yeah, fuck Edison. So maybe one of these Patreon episodes, I'll do an episode on the War of the Currents because it's fascinating shit. The, the shit that those two had, the rivalry they had, we'll talk about it sometime. But anyway. That'll be on your Patreon history episode. Yeah. That we're gonna, that's what I'm saying. Apparently. Do. I'm saying maybe. I like it. Maybe. No, I like it. All I need is just me to sit in here by myself and I'll tell everyone about it because it's so cool. Oh, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> no, that's a good idea. We'll do that on Patreon. So, Giorgio. <clears throat> one and only appearance in mine. He's spitting facts about how much of a genius Tesla was. Giorgio huh, got a haircut. He did? Nice. It's nice, but it's saddening. He doesn't have the. Oh, season the, eight, the, though. He has a back. That's what mine's season eight. Yeah, that's what I said. Season eight, though. It comes back. So it obviously yeah, it comes, comes back. back. It's good, it's good, it's good, it's good. It's good, it's good, it's good. Didn't you see the picture I sent you I of did, them? I did see it. I tried not to look at it too hard because they were right there. Assholes. Anyway, so Giorgio's talking about how much of a genius 
Tesla was, and he's just boosting them up and spitting facts about them, which we all agree with anyway. But yeah, uh, Tesla's inventions are used in many, 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 many modern day things. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time of his death, he held almost 700 worldwide patents. It's a lot of fucking patents. 700. The Industrial Revolution was in full swing during Tesla's genius, which helped the world incredibly. Um, Tesla had a quote about progress. I looked it up, I couldn't find it, but they said in the show that he said this, so I'm going to go for it. There is a difference between progress and technology. Progress benefits mankind. Technology does not necessarily do that. As pointed out by them, the meaning of it is, if a technology pollutes the environment, it is not beneficial to mankind. Great. Great. Fantastic. Sure. No um, No advancements, please. Well, it's, yeah. It's, yeah. Um, how is yeah, it? No, yeah. No. How is it the Nikola... Oh, how is it that Nikola Tesla was so far ahead of his time? Mm. Tesla quit. Quit. <laughs> Tesla has long fascinated scientists and researchers. Quick facts about Tesla's genius and vibe. Like the, the vibe he had, how he was living. Just... He dressed great. He was very swagalicious. He... <laughs> Let me tell you, though. Uh, they... Those hats he wore, top notch. He didn't wear hats. He had the, that cool little side part thing going with the little curls. Joking. I'm I joking. know, but I, I'm telling you that that side part thing was cool. Was Don't joke about Tesla because he's like, no, 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 no. Fucking side part. Don't you do it. <laughs> Middle part. He was, uh, he is born at a time. This is, they want to talk about a prophecy now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was born at a time that coincides with an ancient prophecy that tells of the opening of the gates of wisdom on earth. It's... You know who else was born around this time? No. Alberto Einstein. No, uh, Albert Einstein. Oh. Yeah. So they both had their gates open, which was their mother's legs, and no, they no, 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 no. Yeah, came well, out. Well, they were the gates of wisdom were open to the earth according to the prophecy around the same yeah, some, time. Some would call some would call women's vaginas gates of prophecy, wisdom, wisdom, gates of wisdom. Yeah. Moving on, could there really <laughs> be something to the prophecy, rumors, and speculation that surrounds Nikola Tesla? No. Something even perhaps otherworldly. No. Quick cut to commercial break. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's always that. Yep. If so. The show goes on to name drop many great minds throughout history. Mm. They're like Plato, Socrates, Churchill. They're just like throwing out and throwing the like quick cuts and shit of them. And so they basically did the same thing in my episode. Yes. Was yeah. And, uh, and then in the next interview shot, they're asking if they are maybe parts of some larger plan of influence over humanity. Could oh, it be? There it go. is. Some think he may have been a special human receiver by the ET. I wrote that to quicken my notes. Maybe by the extraterrestrial to light the world today and push our technology to the point where we may be at a level, uh, at the same level of the ancient time, quote unquote, gods. Oh. Is it possible? Mm-hmm. Uh, is it possible, as some ancient astronaut theorists believe, that Nikola Tesla was being influenced by extraterrestrials? Extraterrestrials that took to advance man that looked to advance <laughs> mankind. Answers may be found in examining the inspiration behind one of Tesla's greatest achievements. Cambridge, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. MIT is on a mission for efficient wireless transmission of power. Something that has eluded scientists for years. In 2007, MIT researchers were able to successfully transmit electricity seven feet across the room wirelessly. Oh, yes. Okay. I like that. Yes, this is a very 
big awesome thing. And <laughs> a first step in wireless electricity. We've gone nowhere with it. Well, we'll get to that too. Something Tesla envisioned and by some accounts was close to successfully achieving. In 1899 to 1900 in Colorado Springs, tests were done by Tesla to show it might be po- to see if it might be possible. Mm-hmm. Tesla's tests were done by seeing if he could send electricity wirelessly over miles. What? I'm just watching the videos go. Sorry. <laughs> You're just so excited. I love this shit. <laughs> the test was done by utilizing a giant tower he constructed that stood 200 feet high. Oh. Is this a coil? No. Oh, damn. Okay. His assistant was located at the lab, was standing at the, st- was it stationed at the lab mm-hmm. and waiting on the go signal to fire up the system while Tesla went around and stuck light bulbs into the earth at different incre- increments to see if it would complete a wireless circuit. And then he gave the go signal, fired it up, and, and to his surprise, the light bulbs were lighting up. Fucking amazing. Right? Just mm-hmm. from stuck in the ground. Wireless electricity. It's like potatoes. Yes. <laughs> okay, potatoes <laughs> really <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> Successfully establishing that it is possible. All of which, including... The... <laughs> I gotta figure out what this word is supposed to be, because it's definitely... Plans, plans, not K-A-N-S, plans. Plans. <laughs> Took me three tries through. Cans. All of which, including the plans and how it all worked, he kept secret from everybody, including his assistant. Hmm. Didn't want anybody to know. Where are these plans now? Well, we'll get there. We'll get there. Shoreham, New York, 1901. Tesla convinced banker J.P. Morgan to give him $135,000 to construct a radio station. Well, he used it to well, bleh, to convince him to give him the money so he could build a radio station. But what he actually did was he took the money and he started to build a large wireless transmission station. Goddamn right. Yeah. He called it Wardenclyffe Tower. Wardenclyffe Tower is fucking awesome. It's is so cool. No. Fuck. We'll get to that. Wardenclyffe Tower looks so fucking cool. I got so much to look forward to. We'll get <laughs> yes. to that. We'll get to that. We'll get the that. tower was 187 feet to the top, and then it went 120 feet into the ground. Now, Tesla envisioned a whole circuit network of this throughout the throughout Earth mm-hmm. um, where there would be a bunch of these uh, similar Wardenclyffe towers and then other towers that were going to be receiving stations throughout, and it would just complete a big wireless circuit throughout the Earth. So Everybody have would free... have access to free wireless electricity. Can't have that. Which he envisioned in the future even being able to have craft, which I'll touch on, mm-hmm. that would be able to harness this wireless electricity into gravity. We can't have that. No. That's what I'm saying. Um, but when J- he even thought, sorry, I skipped You're fine. You're good. He even thought that you could use these, set up these planets with mm-hmm. all of these and transmit wireless electricity from planet to planet. So say you got a fucking planet that is barren, but all you use it for, say it's got some kind of resource you could use as a generator. Mm-hmm. You have a fucking generator planet and shoot fucking electricity planet to planet. We're talking Star Wars now, baby. Right. I love it. Cool. <laughs> but That's a human moment. Cool. <laughs> but when J.P. Morgan discovered his true intentions, he cut his funding, ending the research, and uh, Tesla's wireless electricity was dead in the water. But I highly encourage everybody to check out Wardenclyffe Tower sometime. It's so cool yeah. looking. Wait, wait. Um, they have pictures of it. Yes. But in 1908... 
The project project was abandoned, and in 1917, the tower was demolished. Warden Cliff with a Y and E at the end of two Fs. C-L-Y-F-F-E. It's pretty cool looking, right? Ladies and gentlemen, I have now inserted inserted into the YouTube video. Wild. Anyways, yes, that'll be in the, uh, this picture will be in. Warden Cliff Tower. Fucking yes, cool sir. shit. Anyway. So no they one don't have to, they don't have to look it up. They can look it. Yes. So the tower was demolished. Project was dead because nobody wants to give away a monetizable commodity for free. Someone always wants the fucking money is what I put. It's the same it's thing ridiculous. with gas, too. It's fucking ridiculous, honestly. I mean, like, Elon is trying to do the free wireless, like, Wi-Fi internet. Yeah. But we'll see how long that'll go before someone shuts it down. Oh, they'll shut it down. Just how was Tesla able to transmit electricity for several miles when modern-day researchers can only transmit it for several feet? Because they're Good fucking line. idiots and he's smart. Tesla credited his inventions to his ability to completely visualize them in his mind. He also claimed to have intense flashes of light followed by moments of clarity and creativity. Yes. It didn't work. He didn't could work. see them in his mind in a holographic computer way that he could palpate and disassemble. So he said he can, in his mind, like actually be like holding and taking things apart and building stuff and like see it all like expand out into different parts and build it all together. This cool motherfucker's like Tony Stark. Exactly. Like I wish I was like, I wish I was smart like that. Well, he had ancient alien, or he had alien help, so. <laughs> Some ancient astronaut theorists believe there may be another explanation for Tesla's uncanny abilities and mysterious visions. They suggest these spontaneous episodes are proof that Tesla was receiving information from another worldly source. He was, quote-unquote, receiving information from somewhere and someone. Tesla supposedly believed that there was... Tesla supposedly believed that somewhere in the universe, there was a knowledge base that if humans could properly tune their mind, they could tap into. That'd be cool. Is it possible that Nikola Tesla was being fed images to assist him in furthering mankind? And if so, could Tesla have tapped into the ancient source of knowledge, perhaps even rediscovering technology that could have been used before? Could it be? Oh, Giorgio is back again. I forgot. Oh, Giorgio talks about ancient towers that fed into some sort of power to feed around the world. Power being spiritual power. Right. Maybe spiritual power was actually electricity that was like, hey, our spirit power is up to this much, but it's really just a battery. Our battery's depleting. <laughs> <laughs> like, who knows? Interesting. But anyway, ancient carvings that look similar to light bulbs and Tesla coils were flashed on the screen. Uh, maybe there was some ancient power system that we see remnants of today, question mark? Maybe an extraterrestrial energy system, question mark? Is it possible? <laughs> I love the added question marks. <laughs> you can't just say question, folks. You have to say question mark? Uh, is it possible that Tesla was communicating with advanced celestial beings yes. that visited Earth thousands of years ago? Perhaps further clues may be found from a mysterious radio transmissions Tesla claimed he received in 1899 from outer space. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Do you hear that, Fred? <laughs> His well, radio transmission is, hey, Tesla, is your refrigerator running? <laughs> Who's the refrigerator? No, they had fridges back then. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> they were just ice boxes, though. <laughs> well. Don't say well. I'm right. <laughs> Colorado Springs, July 1899. Ooh. While testing a magnifying transmitter built to track storms, Nikola Tesla 
claimed he received a transmission from an unknown source. He was tracking a thunderstorm 600 miles away when he suddenly heard a series of three beats in sequence. Boop, boop, boop. He believed them to come from outer space. Possibly the Martians on Mars. This was during one of Mars's orbital periods that brought it very close to Earth. Well, one of cl- close to Earth. Then. Got it. Yeah. Closer than normal. His radio receiver is believed to be strong enough, was believed to be, is believed that it was strong enough to receive radio waves from space. We got there. Yes, we made it there eventually. <laughs> uh, they thought that it was strong enough to receive radio waves right. from space. Well, because cool. radio waves from space isn't just like um, something extraterrestrial. I mean, things give off radio waves. Right. So right. it's like it's all over the natural place. phenomenon. Yep. Yeah. Why the, wouldn't... Like the astronauts on the dark side of the moon heard music. They did, did you know about that? I did not. No, they... every Multiple reports say that the astronauts that... You know, that fly yeah. around the back of the moon, the dark side of the moon, uh-huh. often hear an eerie music-like sound. Ooh. Yeah. So I think it's just the noises space. of space. Pretty cool, though. <laughs> space has a smooth jazz playlist on, on loop. <laughs> Go ahead. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, why wouldn't they want to communicate with such an intelligent being on Earth? Maybe the most intelligent being on Earth. Tesla's report... Tesla reported this communication and his belief in extraterrestrials in February of 1901 in an article of Collier's Weekly in an article titled Talking with the Planets. He then became obsessed in tr- with trying to receive more transmissions from space. He developed a theory that extraterrestrial presence had been on Earth for millennia, that they had been controlling mankind from the beginning. They're like the puppeteers. Yeah. or the puppets. Yeah, like a witch tamer. God, is this how he received his knowledge? His peers shunned him and then deemed him a mad scientist. It sounds familiar. Yes. In the early 1900s, it was rumored that he was on track to receive a Nobel Prize. But after all of this stuff, he mysteriously never did. While others Mm -hmm. received Nobel Prizes for things. um, Tesla? uh, Einstein got one. for. But what, what I was trying to say was that he... The others received them for ideas that he that Tesla had already said to. So really, yes, there there was two um, instances that they was one of a medicine. No, okay, good. Fuck that guy. I'm fucking elephant killing cat kill. Well, dog elephant yeah, dog cat, cat killing. Yeah, pieces of shit. Yeah. Pe- pieces. He's one guy. Sorry. I mean, we use DC electricity today, but I mean, AC's where it's at. Do we use DC? Yeah, for some things. Okay. Your car, yeah. your car, batteries. Okay. In your car and stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, um, so they die quick. Mm. Was Nikola Tesla simply simply letting his imagination get the better of him? Or is it possible that I he, want that kind of imagination. Right? Or was it possible that he was in contact with extraterrestrial beings? Belgrade, Serbia. The Nikola Tesla Museum houses over 160,000 documents possibly offering insight into Tesla's future plans. The Nikola Tesla Museum houses over 160,000 documents, possibly offering insight into Tesla's future plans, including what some believe to be drawings of spaceships. People listening right now are going to notice a stark difference between (laughs) the last line he said and the next line he said. And what you're going to understand here is you're going to hear fucking fast-forward Lennon... (laughs) Then there's going to be all of a sudden a slow Lenin. Well, in between that little fast Lenin and slow Lenin, we had an internal conversation, <laughs> and he's slowing down so that the old people, a.k.a. Old people. <laughs> old people. Actually, everybody. 
can understand what he's saying because he's getting a little too excited, which we like excitement. But fuck. Shit fascinates me. You're talking like Eminem raps. Like, <laughs> calm down. All right, go Ooh. ahead. <laughs> and now we are talking like this. <laughs> I had to I had to tell him because they're going to be like, wow, that's a big difference. <laughs> All right. According to historians. His beard itches too. He began work on his flying machine in 1910, focusing on anti-gravity, theorizing that high amounts of electricity could create a magnetic field that would lift a craft. And they do. Um, yeah. Electricity does create a magnetic field. Electromagnetic fields. EMF. Yes, sir. And it lifted a craft. Yes. Which means? No, it could. That was his hypothesis. But that, oh, well, that's awesome then. So, But that's like the theory on how anti-gravity is possible. It's just high amounts of electricity. So pairing this. So with, we'll all be walking around with Giorgio here. Yes, pairing this with his uh, earlier thoughts on wireless transmission electricity. Yes, sir. He envisioned a future where it could all be harnessed together into one society that mm-hmm. you have flying machines that are just powered by Fuck anti-gravity. Awesome. awesome. Right? Were Tesla designs truly the first of their kind, or is it possible, as ancient astronaut theories suggest, that similar vehicles have already visited the planet in the remote past? In ancient Indian epics, there are references of flying chariots the gods used to travel. Mm -hmm. Giorgio thinks maybe they were an anti-gravity device. It's possible. That's the third Giorgio. It is the third Giorgio. (laughs) He's Um, only in for one. Did they do the whole, we're going to scroll... Why'd you flick it? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like that. Did they do the whole? We were scrolling through the pictures of them flying through. Yeah, uh, with chariots. Yes, <clears throat> um, and they were talking about how they had the uncanny ability to turn in a dime, uh, turn in a drop of a dime. Uh, well, yeah, they're in the air, fly off in mm. like maneuverability, kind of like what you saw that one night. Fucking right, donkey. That was wild shit. That was intense. <laughs> that was some wild shit. That's another zoom-in <laughs> moment. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm excited about this episode. It's all I my know. favorite shit. And what'd you do? Like six pages right there in the span of 15 minutes? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. That means we have a... Decent size episode. Back to you. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, if I find where I was. It's okay. Ah! Ah! Are the depictions of... <laughs> they look like you're just humping. Are the depictions of the flying machines <laughs> in ancient Hindu texts really proof that Tesla had received otherworldly knowledge in order to design anti-gravity spaceships? Question mark? I don't know. And if so... And... Nope. Yeah. And if the so-called mad scientist actually did make contact with extraterrestrials, is it possible he continued to carry out their wishes in secret? Yes. Quick ad on Tesla Company's electric vehicle. They just jumped in and were like, after the commercial, but like, Elon Musk up on the stage. You're like, a young Silicon Valley entrepreneur, Elon Musk, starts a company called Tesla, and he brings out the world's first electric vehicle. I don't know. He's just going. They're going on about this shit. It was like a five-minute ad for the Tesla cars, but yes. not really an ad because it's part of the episode. Yes, but basically it was like nothing a to ad. do about it. Yeah, and Love uh, it. the point of them was they were talking about um, again the use of Tesla's inventions to this day. Gotcha. 
Um, again, talking about how many modern technologies owe their creation to some of Tesla's inventions or technology. Tesla had a drive and determination to advance humanity and always look toward the future. The whole point of that little segment that they had was to mm-hmm. show that Tesla's envisionment and goal was to always be able to help the future. Right. That's always what he wanted. And the fact that we are using an insane amount of, uh, I'm sorry, an insane amount of our technologies, mm-hmm. credit their creation to him, mm-hmm. and we are how far in ahead, shows that he was successful. Almost 100 years later. And that is death. just incredible. He right. would be very proud. Um, he, he still is proud because he didn't die. He went into a time warp. Oh, are you yes. guessing this, or is this something you know? Proceed. Was Nikola Tesla really inspired to invent by an extraterrestrial source, as some ancient astronaut theorists suggest? If so, might further clues be found in what some believe to be the rantings of a madman? <laughs> by January 1934, when Nikola Tesla had moved into his New Yorker, uh, the hotel New Yorker. Yes. <laughs> it's New Yorker. <laughs> like, you're on. <laughs> Get in there. Oh, God. She was nice, wet, warm, and tight. Let's go. <laughs> and he was like 70. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He had become better known for his eccentricities than his inventions. True story. He was a germaphobe. <laughs> true story. Thank you. I'm glad to hear that's true. <laughs> he was a germaphobe. Phobe. Phobe, <laughs> and preferred to work in complete darkness, and he was obsessed with the number three, oh, which is a very big is, thing in numerology. It really is. He was obsessed with numerology and reportedly had to even circle a building three times before entering it. Now he just sounds like he's losing his fucking marbles. He's 70-something. Like, like Think they, about how much knowledge he had in that brain. They pumped so much knowledge in those aliens from yeah. Mars that he's going psychotic. Captain, we can't fit much more in. <laughs> I can't do it, Captain. The show is now. The show is. The show. What are you looking at? <laughs> I thought I saw someone standing there. No, not really. Brad? I thought we were going to get a four-legged intruder coming through the door. The show now is div- divas is diving deep. Ooh. The show now is diving deep into Tesla's belief in the significance of the three, six, nine sequence, which is all a factor. Damn, three. she's fine. Suck it to me, suck it to me one more time. Nature also used to <laughs> no. uh, They cite the pyramids. I don't know what that was, but uh, great. Fantastic. Three, six, nine. Damn, she's fine. Suck it to me, suck it to me. To the window. To the wall. To the, you do know it. Tell us what. No, that's Drop right. down my, what? Let's get low. A little, little, yeah. little John. Three, six, nine. Damn, she's I, That fine. used to be on uh, the soundtrack for Need for Speed. Yes. Underground. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Yes. Did Sitting? you play that at my place or my place? Yep. I owned it. My mother I, and stepdad just lived there. I uh, I had it on my Game Boy Advance SP. Game Boy Advance? Yes. The folding one, God. the silver one. Wow. I want to buy one. So they have a... This ad break is brought to you by Nintendo. I won't get into it. Uh, sitting, sitting again, the autocorrect. So again, they're talking about the significance of the 369. Yes. They uh, cite the pyramids of Giza with the three larger pyramids and mm-hmm. the three smaller pyramids. They were aligned by Orion from the last episode. Exactly. Nature also uses the threefold and sixfold symmetry, symmetry to construct shapes, and the ancients mirrored this symmetry while constructing their ancient architecture. True story. I hope it's true. 
Do the numbers 3, 6, and 9 really offer clues to the inner workings of the universe? If so, is it possible that Tesla uncovered this profound secret and used his knowledge to push boundaries of science and technology? So that's why 3 sums and 69s are really fucking great. Wow. <laughs> Never thought of that. <laughs> anyway. Wow. <laughs> he really got excited. Uh, perhaps, wow! Wowza! Perhaps, oh, that's why it feels so great. <laughs> perhaps the answer could be found by examining Tesla's most controversial invention. Oh, ho, ho. A defensive weapon that everyone took fucking as crazy. Poor guy. In July of 1934, mm-hmm. in New York City, mm-hmm. Tesla makes headlines on the New York Times on his 78th birthday for his alleged death ray. Woo! Death rays. Yeah. This is awesome. It really is. getting Star Wars now. The article says that the weapon generated enough energy to take down a fleet of 10,000 enemy planes up to 250 miles away. Almost 250,000. Up to 250 miles away. By directing, by focusing particles into plasma and mm-hmm. forming a lightning bolt from that plasma, he believed he could direct it at a target. Basically making a fucking lightning ray. Gone. Right, right. Fucking cool. The idea of a defensive ray did not attract the United States government as much as an offensive atomic bomb did, oh. which was being developed at the time. Let's go so it was ray. kind of them, they're like, death ray, defensive, atomic bomb, offensive. Of course, they went with the offensive. Well, went with the offensive. However, another invention of his might have attracted their attention, though. Yeah. Earlier in his career, while working on one of his transformer coils... He had a near-death experience when he accidentally came into contact with three and a half million volts. Yeah. Three and a half million volts? Yes. And yet he's still alive. Yes. Lived. Well, he was still alive. The shock made him enter into a, quote-unquote, revelation of time and space. Yeah. He said it moved him through time and space, and he could see everything and anything that was or will be. And... He had just a revolution, revolution, revelation of breakthrough of creativity, and he said it unlocked a bunch of stuff for him. Well, Is it possible? So late in life, he should have electrocuted himself a long time ago. Well, that was... I don't know when that was. They didn't say. Is it really possible that Tesla found a way to break through the space-time continuum? Continuum. Ancient astronaut theorists believe the answer to be found in yes. what is known as... The Philadelphia Experiment. Oh, would you look at that shit? Yeah, they go into the whole thing. We've already talked about it. Um, Episode... S- I want to say 16. 16. 16, I Philadelphia think. Experiment. Yeah. Um, Which is weird because of how we... What we think about the experiment. But for that... Anyway, listen yeah. to it. Um, but yeah, the point was is that they talked about his involvement in it. Which yeah. we talked about as well. Mm. So we're all caught up on that little segment. Rapid fire time to cap off the episode is what I thought it was starting as, but we only got two things. Oh, really? Yeah. They didn't. Not many questions either. Just the same fucking ones that I already said. Well, that's disappointing. I know. Evidence in modern advanced weaponry. Israeli atomic beam laser system. They have a laser system too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Here's uh, the wild fun speculation. Tesla may have developed time traveling capabilities. Really? That allowed him to see into the future, and possibly that's what gave him the inspiration for his death ray was from this Israeli weapon system. Many thought-provoking sentences, questions, and phrases are now flashing around, all 
proposing that the genius that was Tesla was the best possible candidate to receive information and to grow human technologies. Lenin's final closing statement. Oh, I'm sorry. Premature, just like every night. Tesla's ideas have been... Wow. <laughs> that was quick. Why? That was slow for you. Tesla's ideas, had they been fully realized, would have made our world completely different, seemingly mm. for the better. But mankind's greed and wealth stopped our future. Hopefully it didn't stop it for good. We're on track to have it stopped for good. In my opinion, from all the research I've seen. Because well, nobody wants to make a fucking change. So they don't want to make a change because it's not profitable. It See, takes what money away from is we got the fucking we got the ship yes, right we do. now. And we're fucking ramming it into the ground. And that's, that's where we're at. Kind of like Tesla, fucking genius hero of mine. Dude had some awesome shit. And I wish we would have listened a little more. I want I was Shut Earthquake. <laughs> Uh, I want. I was looking up to see if I could find one. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I found some, but I want a model of the Wardenclyffe Tower. Yeah, and I want to build that. I just want to have a fucking giant display of it. I and like then we we live near Niagara Falls. Yes, we Spoiler do. Spoiler alert: I might cut it out. Um, but well, he was a huge. Buffalo, so. Yeah, um, he was. Uh, he just was the inspiration for harnessing Niagara Falls as yeah uh, a power source. So like that. That's all him. We need some like. So we can unblur our backgrounds for YouTube. We need some shit like that in our background. Get some Nikola Tesla in your background. Some yeah. other shit you like. I'll get my Josh Allen jersey back there. Go Bills. No, you're just going to get Josh Go Allen Bills. for you. He's just going to stand there. <laughs> it's going to be you the whole time. Could you please get your hand off my cock? No, I'm sorry, sir. I thought that was your leg. <laughs> Little Joshua on Joshua. Josh on Josh is never going to happen because I'm sorry to break it to you. I'm straight. I know this. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, that was my episode. I loved it. I love both episodes. Fantastic. I love that show. I loved it even more when you slowed down and I could understand you. Sorry. I I really like I know. It's okay. We love that you like it. Okay. So if anyone, if I don't ever do my episode on that, um, somebody... If, if you're interested on the War of the Currents, if no, anybody's we'll ever interested, we will do I'll, a, I'll think you bye. We'll do it on a Patreon one, okay? Yes, that's what I was saying. Yep. I was on nope, Patreon. That's fine. I agreed with you for right. fuck's sake. <laughs> oh. Gosh. No, everyone, check it out. There's, it seems boring if you're like, I don't really care about the history of electricity, but their rivalry and feuds was like incredible. Right. Like they were out, Edison was out besmirching him because. Nicola actually started out working for him, and then he like surpassed him with better things. And Edison was a grumpy old bastard. Sounds he like couldn't jealousy. Fucking to take me. it, yeah. Even though he had a better, I'm sorry, because Tesla had a better system. Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, it's fascinating shit. There's a movie that they made about it. Um, obviously there's documentaries and stuff, but uh, yeah. So, ladies, gentlemen, squatchies, sassies. Mama's, Papa's, and Little Bears. Pigmen. Pigmen. Loch Ness Monster Hunters. <laughs> Thank and you. S- Lennon. That's me. <laughs> oh, my God. That scared me. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, join us in the discussion by sharing your thoughts or theories on our socials on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You know where to find the links. All of them down below. 
if you enjoy what we do here, don't touch my Sasquatch, and you like free merch, join our Patreon to support us. Because now, through December 31st... Which is coming soon. Very, very soon. You're going to miss out if you don't do it. Uh, you're going to get free merch for signing up for one of our three tiers. Five mm-hmm. and $10 tier, you get free sticker. $15 tier, you get free exclusive t-shirt. Sticker. <laughs> now that it's turned the correct way. Uh, free exclusive t-shirt. Insert um, here. Yeah, I know. Blank. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, hey, what? I can insert a graphic of what it looks like if we have it by now. Well, it's a surprise, though. Anyway, $15 tier gets a free exclusive t-shirt. Um, as well as all that stuff before December. That all, all that stuff ends December 31st. You get one of it, but every other week mm-hmm. you're going to get bonus episodes. Yes. You're going to get discounts on merch all the time. Yes. And you're going to get direct contact with us. As well as inclusions on our listener episodes and when we have Q&A. And the listener episodes have uh, you involved, meaning tell us your stories. With the listeners. Yep. You can call in and leave a voicemail. Any of them we find not inappropriate. and That guy with the beard is fucking... He's a specimen of a man. He is. We call him Horsecock Johnson. We call him Old Day. <laughs> old Day. <laughs> old Day. That's my new name, Old Day. Oh, all right, Old Day. Let's old go. Day. <laughs> old Day. Uh, you can hit the subscribe button for auto downloads to listen first thing every Monday morning. Yes. That's when our episodes come out. You know this. And drop yes. us a five star rating. And please leave us a five star review. Tell us what you like. Give us a five star rating. If you love it, yes. Um, if there's something you don't like, which we know there's not, don't worry about telling us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> we tell you what you like. No. <laughs> we'll take your complaint. We'll put it in the complaint box. It's, it's a garbage can. <laughs> right there. Right there. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Tell us what you like. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Join us next Monday for our next stellar episode. Write us, rate us, review us, and remember... Stay curious, be vigilant, and don't touch my Sasquatch. Don't do it. He forgot his merkin. Look it up. Peace. (laughs) See ya. Merkin. When would that come in any use? Like, what was the point of it? <laughs> a merkin? Yeah. I don't know. I guess for people that couldn't grow pubic hair, they throw one on. Or if, like, a brothel, they like to change the pubic hair color. I don't know. So it's, like, the complete opposite of now when you have a manscaped society. <laughs> oh, I like a nice fresh one. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta stop these. Fresh, clean, hot dog! <laughs> Peace! <laughs> Giorgio, the peanut butter box is here. Is a mute. My God. Me and 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 and me and me we don't want to say I'll cut anymore. it. Fuck you, be my bitch. Be my bitch. I'd stand. And the 20th century, you got a hell of a blaster there. Oh. All right. That felt so long. She said. <laughs> Buddy, <laughs> that's what she said. That's a good one.
Det var så gør du han. Sorry. Are you ready? Go. Woo. What is that? Someone's got like an old-timey horn out there. Oh, that's what it sounds like. Your mother told me that I speak a little fast, and she's got to like slow down and re-listen. Yeah. So my part was like fucking 50 minutes, and yours is like, oh, I'm done in 20. <laughs> I got excited about this one. <laughs> I just want to get all the It's okay. Out. You can be excited. I'm glad you're excited. The Nicole. I have like no fucking room for any kind of jokes, so you're going so fucking fast. So I just like interrupt you. Sorry. 